0: Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne Maria Spina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. Okay, welcome back to another episode. I'm literally so excited. and this is episode 50. I can't believe it. it's crazy. Halfway to 100. <laughs> um, so I'm currently in Calgary right now when I'm recording this episode and I'm staying with my family and they have small kids. I have um, two nephews and a niece. and I'm currently recording on their table, which I thought was like short enough that I could sit on the floor. But it wasn't and I got all set up and so now I'm sitting in one of their tiny little rocking chairs, my butt barely squeezed in the chair and I've got a blanket on my lap and I'm wearing a winter coat. So (laughs) if that isn't a visual for you to enjoy this episode, I don't know what is. (laughs) Just keeping it real over here. Okay, anyways, so I'm really excited about this episode, particularly because this is something for me that kept uh, me stuck for a lot of my life. And I'm just excited to share this with you so that if you are somebody that is wearing the identity of ADHD, you have some takeaways today on how you can start to release this. So many people that I see with ADHD are really struggling online, and this was something that kind of came to my attention um, a couple points throughout my life. And the identity, you know, the reason that I titled this episode is, Are You Wearing the Identity of ADHD?, because for a long time, I actually would get almost triggered um, by people when they would ask me that. Oh, like, do you think because your business is focused around ADHD that it's harder for you to like kind of release the experience? And based on episodes, I think it was like forty nine or forty eight or forty nine. <laughs> um, you know that I've released myself from the experience of ADHD, and so I just think it's so important because a lot of us are given this identity, and it's not something necessarily that we took on, right? And so I want to share some amazing stuff with you so that you can really move to a different place of looking at your brain, understanding how it works, and so that you can come to a higher place, right? Um, one of the things that uh, Einstein said was, you cannot solve a problem at the level that it was created. Um you can talk about it in like level of thinking, level of consciousness, whatever you want to look at it. I don't know exactly what the quote was, but um, one of the things that I, I'm kind of going on a side tangent here. This isn't part of my notes, but it's coming through. So we're going to go with it. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I think is really important is uh, ADHD is diagnosed in the box, which or the level of thinking of the medical model. And One of the things that gets me really excited about helping people release themselves from the experience of ADHD, whether it's like honestly completely releasing it from your life or whether you are somebody and you just want to have days where you don't experience the symptoms of ADHD, you know, it's all freaking possible for you. So to move to a different level of thinking requires that we are looking at it from a different perspective, not through the lens of the medical diagnosis. So that is what I want to kind of cover today, in terms of yeah, how how you can move to a different level, right? So um, in Western medicine, solving the problem of ADHD requires typically medical intervention, right? That's how psychiatric um, psychiatric perspective is viewed as, right? And so I want to help you move to a different perspective to, quote-unquote, solve this, quote-unquote, problem at a different level, and we need to look through it at a different lens, right? So, for example, Western medicine on a large scale really doesn't consider the factors such as self-regulation, emotional regulation, reparenting yourself, personal identity, which is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. They also don't talk about the limiting beliefs that we have, the subconscious programming that we have you know, um, been programmed with growing up. The medical world as well doesn't really look at adequate sleep, proper nutrition, movement, quantum physics, right? We are energy and we are really, really powerful creators. And so these are some of the things that what I listed there, um, how powerful it is to really allow yourself to um, release some of the experiences of ADHD. And just yesterday, I was, not yesterday, a couple days ago, I was reading the book um, Scattered Minds. I know I mention it all the time and I'm the slowest reader with it, guys. It's like I'm taking my time with it, okay? I'm, I'm reading a few pages and I'm absorbing it <laughs> um, by Dr. Gabor Mate. And he says in there, um, in the beginning of one of the chapters, uh, I get asked the question a lot, is it possible to outgrow ADHD? And he says the answer is yes. And to outgrow it requires um, growth and being taught how to literally reparent yourself. And all of the things that I mentioned before, self-regulation, emotional regulation, personal identity, limiting beliefs, subconscious reprogramming, nutrition, sleep, movement, etc., etc. And quantum physics is a huge part of it as well. So we are energy um, at a tiniest, tiniest molecular level. Okay, so that's not the purpose of this episode, but I really wanted to kind of like dive into, into it in that sense. So, okay, back to my notes here. One second. Okay. <laughs> so back on track here. Okay. So basically, yeah, a lot of people are struggling is because under the the medical model, we're not addressing all of these things. And these things that I had mentioned are what actually allow you to move to a different level and allow you to um, change your experience of ADHD. So in terms of identity, that's what I want to talk about in this episode here, right? For a really long time, I was wearing the identity of ADHD and, um, It took me a while, I guess, to get to a point where I even realized it was an identity that I was wearing. And it took me a while to get to a place where I could decide for myself, okay, I don't want to take this identity on anymore. It's not serving me. And it was almost I had resistance to it because if I released the identity of ADHD, that was a big part of who I was and how I experienced the world. And so when I decided that it was time to let it go, I would say it took me maybe even a couple months to say, okay, I don't want to wear this identity anymore. How can I let it go so that I can create new outcomes for myself in my life, right? So the purpose of this episode is for you to discover exactly what you exactly what the identity of ADHD is and how it shows up, where it comes from, and how you can choose to wear it or not. So I want you to think of it as like a backpack, right? Um, so you could be even thinking right now, Anne-Marie, what does this even mean, right? How can I choose to wear it or not? It doesn't make any sense because I'm experiencing it and I notice that it's coming up in my life. So what what makes you think that I can choose to wear it or not? Right. So let me back up and explain. <laughs> so the social identity of ADHD is complementary what I talk to a lot about on uh, social stories of ADHD, right? So these are stories that are floating around online and they impact us in terms of ADHD, like I always mentioned, was diagnosed under the medical model. Um, And it's talking a lot about our narrative is our destiny, right? And that I talk about that, uh, particularly in episode seven. So, if you haven't listened to that episode or it hasn't been a while, go back and, and listen to that one because it's really complimentary to that. And also, this is going to complement my most downloaded episode, which is number two, releasing the medical model. And it's going to give you more insight um, if you are new to my podcast as well. So, Okay, what is the identity, right? So the definition of identity is the fact or being who or what a person is. So for example, who am I, right? Maybe you would answer a mom, a sister, a friend, a business owner, a professional sports player, right? So they all have different identities and with these identities come different behaviors, right? So I also just wanted to put a side note in here. For those of you students who are in ABU, this is in semester one. My clients, uh, it's sprinkled throughout the semester and all the transformational sections in the modules, right? So for example, uh, I know it's in module two, part five about ADHD and consistency. And then if you are in the Accomplish Mind Method, my one-on-one coaching, you can revisit modules three to six, choosing your um, new identity and releasing social stories. So I have so many of my clients that love listening to my podcast and I I freaking love the heck out of you guys. (laughs) Okay, so just kind of going back as well. uh, So in terms of social stories, yeah, there are a lot of identities with ADHD. For example, I am someone who has a bad memory and I have poor auditory processing. This was an identity that I wore for a long time, right? I am just someone who is scattered and easily overwhelmed. And also, I'm just somebody who procrastinates. I'm someone who thrives in chaos. I'm someone who has racing thoughts. I'm someone who has too many ideas. I'm someone who has ideas, but I can't take action on them, right? These are all parts of the identity that we take on. Um, And we see them everywhere on social media, right? So the more that you relate and find yourself taking action on the things that I just listed above, like I thrive in chaos, I'm someone who has racing thoughts, blah, 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 right? If you are somebody who believes that you procrastinate, right? How do you ever intend to move beyond that? So I've talked to people before, and they're like, "I yeah, would just I procrastinate on everything. It's it's my brain's fault, right?" Mm, yes and no. I mean, of course, yeah. In the context of ADHD, there are different ways to approach procrastination right? Procrastination is something that's fear-based. It's something that um, also comes from shame. So for example, if you don't know uh, the deeper root of why you're procrastinating, right? For me, procrastination shows up in the form of inadequacy. I feel inadequate or I have fear that I don't know how to do it, right? So however, if I'm somebody that just believes that I procrastinate all the time, right? How The question that I have for you is how can you move beyond that? Because that's just what you believe about how you show up in the world. So if you believe that you are a procrastinator, right? Your brain cannot expand into a space that you've not created for it yet, right? It's not possible. So your brain is just gonna say, okay, cool. Well, I just procrastinate. That's just how life is. And I want you to know wherever you're at right now, it's okay, right? Whatever you're experiencing right now, it's so okay because we're not taught with ADHD, right? In the book um Scattered Minds. One of my friends was reading it as well and he goes, "Yeah, so you know, he told us what the problem is, but he doesn't tell us how to how to solve the problem." And that's why I'm so passionate about my business and my program and everything that I help people with because it's possible, right? If it's possible for me, I swear it's possible for you, okay? To move to this place where you're not experiencing whatever you're experiencing right now. It's just a relearning, reteaching, right? So um, yeah, that was kind of a side note. I just want you to know it's okay wherever you're at right now. Um, so if you see the social identity of ADHD, even though um, you may experience it from time to time, for example, I procrastinate, let's just stick with that example. Even though you experience it from time to time, you can still choose to not take that identity on. So you can start to come up with creative solutions rather than saying I'm somebody who procrastinates, which just keeps you in procrastination because your brain is going to be like just kind of like throwing its hands up like I'm just somebody who procrastinates. I don't I don't know what you want me to do with that. Right. So instead of taking on that identity, what if you took on the identity that I am somebody who's really creative at solving problems Right. So if you choose not to take on the identity of somebody who is a procrastinator, right, you can start to say, how can I support myself through this task in the best way possible? Right. You can choose to be somebody who is really resilient and creative at solving problems, or you can choose to be someone who is a procrastinator. I personally know in my business, the I'm a procrastinator does not help me move the needle forward at all in my business. It doesn't help me show up for the tasks that I really don't want to be doing, right? It really doesn't allow me to, yeah, step into a space of like just getting it done because I find the more that I tell myself I procrastinate and I don't like certain tasks, it just builds so much resistance to a particular task, right? So for me, when I notice I procrastinate, it's like, okay, Anne-Marie, what do you need for yourself right now? Yes, this task is making me feel inadequate addressing it. Okay. I feel really inadequate doing this task because I'm trying to bring my ideas together. I'm trying to create something. I have a lot of self-doubt, but how can I support myself through this in the best way possible? And when I start asking myself questions like that, then it becomes so much easier to be like, okay, cool. Even though I'm really uncomfortable right now, I feel inadequate Here's what I'm going to do for myself. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to walk around the block, tell myself my affirmations, how amazing I am. And then I'm going to come back in and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to set a Pomodoro timer and I'm going to do this for 25 minutes, whether I like it or not. Right. <laughs> so that is a way that serves me. Because if I just said, oh, I procrastinate, it's going to be way more painful to literally just sit down and do the task. And then it becomes this whole big thing. And my attention is on being a procrastinator and I can't get it done. It's not serving me. Right. So um, the more that you see these identities and you put them on and the more that you make them you, you're preventing any form of success to move beyond that, right? So I just simply don't take on the identities of ADHD anymore. I just don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have the identities. Does procrastination show up for me sometimes? Sure. But I'm not that identity. That's not who I am, right? Right. So many of these identities were not serving me, especially just so many places throughout my life. I told myself I couldn't write, which is not true. I'm actually a phenomenal writer. I told myself that I had poor reading comprehension. Mm, Okay, but I didn't help myself. I didn't learn the tools and skills that I needed to because I just was like, I'm just, I'm, I just have poor reading comprehension. It's not the truth. It's not, it's not the reality. It's not the reality that I want to choose to live to anymore, right? So When you believe that you are that identity, it becomes your reality. That's just not where we want to live, right? We want to. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're somebody who freaking wants it all in life, right? So, how can you choose a new reality for yourself that's like amazing and so juicy and powerful and awesome, right? So, I believed that for a really long time, I was hopeless with ADHD because I taught myself that that reality was my truth. I took that identity and I was like, well, That sucks, right? So like I mentioned, we have to come out of the ADHD box. We have to come out of the level of ADHD and we have to move to a higher perspective, right? So going back to what I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast episode, how Einstein said you cannot solve a problem at the level that it was created. So this is the same for managing it, right? This is not the only solution for managing ADHD, but it's a huge part of it, right? So what are the things that you're really telling yourself and what are the identities that are preventing your success? The identity of I'm a hot scattered mess that didn't serve me. I just wanted to drop in here because I'm so excited to share with you that this episode is sponsored by the ADHD Business University. As you know, ABU is globally the first university designed specifically for the ADHD entrepreneur. ABU helps you go from being a made for more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO with a proven formula of ADHD transformation, habits and systems for the easily distracted entrepreneur, step-by-step sales and marketing, and building out your squirrel collaborations. All while having tons of freaking fun, creating huge impact so that you can earn six figures within the next 12 months click the link in the show notes to apply if you are someone who is serious about creating the business and life of your dreams. At the time, yes, I was feeling like a hot oh, scattered mess, but, you know, as I mentioned on last I, I don't know if it was the last episode, but um I shared with you on how I released myself from the experience of ADHD and food was a huge component of that. Food was the icing on the cake, right? So I had to choose before I went through my journey with food to release the scattered energy. I had to decide that I wasn't a hot mess anymore. I had to decide that I'm not scattered. I had to decide that I'm somebody who is really resilient and I find a way to make it work, right? So a lot of people in the space are using like self-deprecating humor to navigate the challenges, but it's just masking how they're really feeling, you know? And I used to do this all the time. Oh, it's just my ADHD. Oh, it's just my ADHD. And I would make fun of myself for it. But that's not how I wanted to speak about myself. It was really masking for how I felt about myself inside. And the way that I was feeling about myself inside was like sad. I was really sad. You know, I had really low self-esteem. So I have some stuff coming up in future episodes on masking. Um, But you have to choose to see a higher vision for yourself and choose to see a higher version of yourself right so you have to choose to move to a different perspective for yourself you have to choose to see yourself as amazing choose to see yourself as somebody who is resilient right so what if you had the identity of somebody who is resilient af so that when you come up against these challenges you're not getting stuck perpetuating the same cycle over and over and over again of i'm a procrastinator that's just how my life is no right? You can teach yourself literally anything. And I tell my students that all the time, you can teach yourself how to do anything, right? So the subconscious mind, and there's so much work that's associated with that in terms of like the information that you're consuming online and how your subconscious mind impacts um, the way that you run your business as well, right? So you have to release this identity of ADHD, it's not serving you anymore. I mean, if it's serving you, you can keep it, right? Um, actually, that's that's something I want to mention too is uh, for a lot of my life, the reason that I had a hard time letting it go, the identity, because it was serving me, right? So if you're somebody and you don't want to let this identity go, ask yourself, what is the reward I get for keeping the identity of ADHD? For me, it was that I could rely on other people to give me the answers, that I didn't have to go inwards, right? The reward was that I didn't have to change. The reward was that I didn't have to learn new tools and skills. The reward was that I didn't have to sit with discomfort, like, or sorry, uncomfortable emotions and uncomfortable feelings and allow myself to step into a new container because that was familiar to me. So yeah, what is the reward that you get if you're struggling to let go of the identity? What is the reward that you get for keeping it? That's a really, really powerful question. Oh, that's a good one. That's a real goodie. <laughs> Whether you're driving or whatever, I want you to write that down. <clears throat> Great. What is the reward that you get for continuing to wear the identity of ADHD? Maybe it's that, yeah, you get to not move forward. You get to stay in the same patterns that are, even though they feel really uncomfortable, they're comfortable to your brain. Your brain knows that, right? And the other reward was that I didn't have to look within myself and navigate uncomfortable emotions. I didn't have to learn to reparent myself. I didn't have to learn how to nurture myself. I didn't have to look at past events in my life that were traumatic for me at that point, you know, like when my dad left, I didn't have to look at them. I didn't have to experience them and reparent myself through that situation. I didn't have to make new interpretations about that situation. I didn't have to change. So really think about what the reward is that you get for wearing the identity of ADHD. Okay, so I want to leave this here because this is a really powerful episode. I know I have mentioned in here a lot of episodes that complement this one. So just to recap that, uh, you can go back and listen to episode seven and also number two are great compliments to this one. And yeah, the benefits of releasing the identity of ADHD is that you can choose a new identity, right? This is going to allow you to shift your experiences of ADHD like massively, right? Your behaviors are going to start to shift. You're going to start to change your behaviors, because when you move to a place of "I'm resilient," instead of focusing on "I'm a procrastinator," you start to come with up. You start to come up with new solutions. So your behaviors start to change in that way, and that is powerful. That's where you want to be, right? So we're at that time but if you got a little distracted during this episode this is where you really want to listen up right this is our squirrel cap of the episode <laughs> So the social identity of ADHD is not you unless you choose for it to be you right So many people in this space really take it on and you see tons and tons of people who take it on and then they stay stuck there and Many people resonate with the challenges online and that's okay, right? And the reason that people connect with it is because it's validating a huge part of you that you feel shame about and that's okay, right? So how can you choose another identity to connect with? How can you choose to connect with the identity of someone who's like a badass, powerful CEO? How can you connect with the identity of somebody who is resilient AF, How can you connect with somebody who has the identity of being creative, right? There's so many other ways that we can connect and feel validated with people in a more positive, productive sense. So I am just so excited. So I'm going to leave this episode as that. I'm so grateful, honestly, that you have come here. And every single episode, I am just so grateful for you. And listening and all that kind of stuff. Um, And if you are interested in working together and learning how to have days where your ADHD is non-existent, or you want to know how to release yourself from the experience, the negative experiences of ADHD, um, you can reach out to me, right? And you can reach out to me. You can work with me one on one. I have some amazing programs that I'm going to be dropping soon. Um, So, if you are a business owner and you're ready to kind of move to the next level, you feel like you're stuck, you feel like you're forcing and pushing, and you can't get to the next level because there's something that's in your way, and you feel like it's your brain, you feel like it's your ADHD. reach out to me. I do not work with everybody to be totally honest. Um I only work with people who are going to have success with my program. So um I can't take everybody on in that sense because you just have to be at a particular place within your journey. So if you are curious about that and you want to know more, please reach out to me. In the show notes here, I will have a link for you to apply for one-on-one coaching with me um so that you can get to a place where your ADHD is non-freaking existent. So I hope you guys have the most amazing, incredible day ever. I am literally so grateful for you. Um, You can also connect with me on Instagram at annemarie.espina and hit up my DMs. I literally love connecting with you. And I would love if you share your takeaways with me from this episode as well or hit me up in my DMs and say, hey, can you do an episode on this? Yeah, because this podcast is here for you. So I hope you have the most amazing day ever and I'll see you later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is? Each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work, you're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at And your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.